0: Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay, Stay on, on Target.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts.
0: You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com.
1: That's right, John. This week, we are talking about our favorite Fourth of July-themed media.
0: If you couldn't tell... There wasn't a whole lot going on this week, news-wise.
1: <laughs> no, we're scraping the bottom of the barrel, folks. So, which we I also think, didn't dude, do anything.
0: You know, the funny thing is, I feel like we've we've had this happen before. Maybe even on this specific holiday.
1: Like, oh, I feel yeah. like it's the a good. The summer go-to. months are just real dry sometimes. L-
0: yeah, look at the look at the calendar. Like, whenever there's nothing else to talk about, like, look at the calendar. What's the closest closest like you know big large holiday event type thing? And then just like. <laughs> what's what's your favorite thing that's based on this, you know? Here's, it's, here's it's a what good I, here's, go-to.
1: Here's what I need though, John. I need you to to watch uh, Dr. Strange because it's on Disney Plus now. So, yes. And then we can review it.
0: Um there uh speaking of Chris, I I have like hovered over it a couple times, but then I've been like Ah uh, no, I don't think I have like a couple hours to watch this, right? And then I'll proceed to, to do something else, you know, for I'll watch two episodes of an hour long show or whatever. Um mm. but speaking of, I have started Ms. Marvel and that show is real fun. Nice. Um <laughs> how much of Ms. Marvel have you watched? i uh, two episodes. So, <laughs> whenever whatever I could have watched Doctor Strange. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um I mean that's the, specifically the show I was referring to whenever I decided cuz I watched the, I was like oh, no, I'll just watch one Ms. Marvel, right? And uh, and then then I proceeded after that first episode. I was like, "Oh man, this is this is pretty good. Let me watch the next one." <laughs> so, hilarious. Um, but yeah, Ms. Marvel, real good, dude. Uh, it's a uh, it has like some really interesting vibes to it that I love, and it feels like fresh for like a Marvel thing. It's very much like you don't necessarily have to know anything about the marvel like uh marvel universe to dive into it um but like you know as we've discussed like this show is supposed to tie in with the next um captain marvel movie so like captain marvel 2 i think is just called the marvels pretty sure and uh and so and and uh ms marvel is going to be going to be in that and uh and so it's very interesting to watch this show and be like this is a really cool like Teen drama situation it's also presented in a really cool way whenever we initially saw the trailer they had some things in there where you're like i'm not sure if this is happening like all in her head, or like if this is happening, like you know what what's the what's the deal here? And there is a lot of that kind of um, Edgar Wright esque kind of presentation of things, like where like she draws a lot, right? And she actually has like a web series show about like her theories about the Avengers, where she like draws and, and stop motion does um, some animation, and uh the kind of starts off that way. That's how the the show starts off, and because of like that that kind of conceit of her like drawing and that you know, that sort of thing it'll have like she'll be walking down the street and talking to somebody and the, the graffiti on the wall will like animate and things like that like to, to kind of emphasize points or to just like catch your eye um, it's really cool man the presentation is really awesome and nice. the uh, it, it, I love it I'm also interested in how they'll integrate that if at all with um with, like, the the MCU, like, in the movie, like, in, in the next movie, uh, The Marvels, how that will kind of mesh and integrate with kind of that, like... Um, I mean, do they have to? I don't know. That's a good question. Because, like, it just fe- would feel odd to have, like, this really stylized, like, Edgar Wright thing and then jump right back to the MCU, you know, where it's, like... I don't know, it's just it it will be interesting to see if if they do anything with it. If they don't, I guess maybe you know, not the end of the world. Um but the show just it doesn't feel like the kind of traditional MCU kind of punch fest of things. Like I think about things like uh Winter Soldier and uh Captain America um and or yeah, and, or Falcon and Winter Soldier, um, that show and how it's like basically they're going for that gritty vibe of like the Captain America kind of movies. Um, and then you think about like Loki where it's like, man, that is way out there as far as like, you know, um, this this sci fi techno bureaucracy, but then it doesn't like it it feels like it would fit within the Marvel universe. Um, Whereas this, it just feels like a completely kind of feels like almost into the spider Versey in some, some ways. And then it's like to shift that back into and mesh that in with the MCU will be an interesting thing. Like where it's like, okay, does this character feel consistent from her show to the movie that she shows up in. Um, so um, I'm just interested in it, man. It's and it's a great show. I uh, I love the character. the uh, The character feels consistent with the comics, and that is a wonderful thing. Um, I very much enjoy what what's going on. I'm gonna gonna continue watching. I think I have that I haven't watched. I think I have two more episodes that I haven't watched yet. Um, that are that are out, and then I think there's two more. I think it's like a six episode um, series at this point. And so uh, so I've still got some some runway to go. I'll keep you updated whenever I finish it up. I'll let everybody know how uh how it ended up for me. All right. But dude, that yeah. is w- what I've been up to this week. Mm. Um just inadvertently without, you know, without announcing it. But what have you been up to this week?
1: Yeah, so um I've sp- honestly spent most of the week uh watching season 4 of Stranger Things in preparation for the final two episodes uh this weekend and um uh, dude, this season, um, without being spoilery, I like what they're doing. I like, I mean, um, the only thing I'll say, uh, is that, that is like even alludes to the content is, I mean, they're next season is the last season, fifth season. We've already kind of talked about that. Well, it's like and two get,
0: episodes, right? N- what? Like the last season, quote unquote, is to only like two, two episodes, right? Two, like mm-hmm. three hour
1: episodes or something. They haven't said that. Hmm. No, 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 no. Like there's, I mean, so the the finale, the second half of season four, it's two like super long episodes.
0: Oh, so that's not even the final season.
1: No, 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 no. Like, so we're in season four right now. Part one of season four already released and it was the first seven episodes. And then episodes um, eight and nine are like, like nine is like two and a half hours long.
0: You're blowing my mind now, Chris, because yeah, I, yeah, for yeah. some reason, had just. Because, maybe it's because of the way that they like released them a month apart. I was like, "This is the finale. This is the end. This is yeah, it yeah. for Stranger Things."
1: No, no, no. And like, oh, so man. yeah. The only thing I'll say is like, I can definitely like. I mean, whereas before, I, mean, I think they did a great job with season two and three, and and they built built on the Didn't world. Did they do and a great like,
0: job with season two? Mm. I thought so. I thought so. I liked I mean, it at the time. Season two was okay. Uh, season three fantastic but season two
1: i thought they did a a good job with it but like this one they like you can definitely tell like this is the next to last season like like in that Mm. like things are there are mm, things are going wrong is what you're saying uh possibly but also (laughs) like starting starting to get like some some closure on some things Ooh, okay that's all that's and that's all i can say without being the real spoilery yeah um i like and uh I think that like this season, you definitely see kind of the um, larger impact, and like before, things felt really controlled. You know, like we're dealing with like this one thing, like things just feel out of control right now. Mm. Um, and uh, and so, yeah, I, like I I I'm glad that they're doing it with an end in mind. Um, I I really enjoy. Like I mean, still the kids are just freaking awesome. All the actors are great I'd love they're older now, but like I, I i just have loved you know you know following them on their journey and uh yeah, I'm trying to not be a spoiler
0: like the thing is I'm very excited to watch it and like I am kind of waiting for the like rather than this whole like part part one part two stuff like I'm basically just wanting I was wanting to like sit down watch the entire basically do do the stranger things thing you know where I just like binge through the entire series. All at once. Like, and so like that's kind of like where I where I'm at with this is like I you know in the next couple of weeks, gonna reactivate that Netflix and uh, and watch through it all. Um just because like I I would rather that than have it separated by this 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 chunk of it, cause I yeah, I mean, you know, we'll we'll see. Um but Chris, I am very excited about the fact that like hey it's going to like have like some sort of a resolution it's a whole it's the whole like lost hey we're going to end the show to save the show in people's minds no no no
1: it doesn't it definitely doesn't feel like that and and i know like there was a you know i was reading some stuff like there was definitely like a a a a story arc um i don't know to what extent at the beginning but they definitely had like a, a story arc in mind of what they wanted to do which i think is cool Um, and really cool that they're, they're getting to do it. Um, and it doesn't feel rushed, you know, like, I mean, we've talked before on the show, like other things that feel like the end feels rushed. It doesn't feel rushed, which is, which is
0: great. And that's the other thing like I love about stranger things too, is that like you can, like if you, if you you know basically write out this entire huge thing it can end up where like the the individual seasons don't feel satisfying but each season has felt like satisfying in its own yeah. way um yeah. where it's like okay that was a chapter and like now that's now that that is closed but it it left a couple of things yeah. open that kick off you know the next one and like the the way that that's handled on the show has always been like in my mind, some of the best, as far yeah. as like mapping story arcs and, and and different character arcs and things like that, like where each character picks up uh, at the beginning of each season, which you know is like you're like okay, that makes sense with where we left off at the end of last season, yeah. um, despite the fact that like some time has passed and things like that. Um, yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's just it's just a
1: really well crafted show yeah and i and i also like how like i mean in much the same way like harry potter feels like it matures along with the characters like i feel like stranger things feels like it's maturing along with the characters and like you know this season is probably way more not probably this season is way more horror and based and more like stephen king-esque mm-hmm. than like previous seasons which were more like spielbergian you know and right, so right. um it it feels I mean, I, I love that part of it too. We're not just rehashing the same thing and it shows kind of the, it shows both the writing chops and the directoral chops of, uh, the Duffer brothers and Sean Levy and the team making these, this show.
0: Yeah. And that's always like the, the interesting thing with, um, with all sorts of like, you know, we can talk about like all sorts of media or whatever, but like, there is that element of like early on, it's like, man, anything, you know, dealing with like horror elements, um, with kids is particularly like, you know, can be particularly harrowing and for viewers to watch. And so like having that mature as they get older, like makes so much sense, you know, where it's like, okay, the, the stakes are upped each time and the, the amount of, you know, of, uh, of kind of, you know, painful situations you can put them in, um, you know, is, uh, it ups each time as well. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that leads me to my pick of the week. Pick of the week! Pick of the week! All right, so my pick of the week, I mean, if you haven't figured it out already, is the last two episodes of season four of Stranger Things. Stranger Things season four part two. Nice. If you, uh, you should totally watch it. It's coming out. The hype is real. It's happening. <laughs> um, I uh, I'm super pumped for it. Um, it's gonna be interesting to see just like the results of them splitting up the season. Um, but like at least for me, because I watched it all just now, it's kind of like uh, it didn't wasn't even split up. So
0: see, to me, Chris, that's the way to do it. Like that's the best way. Like for Stranger Things, it's like why why train me for three seasons to expect all of the season? This gigantic. Like let's binge this whole thing. Um, why train me for 3 seasons if you're just going to like start splitting it up at at the end. Um, I mean,
1: yeah, I mean I agree. We've talked before. <laughs> like that's why I wait to watch m- like multiple episodes of D- I hate Disney Plus yeah. shows coming out week by week, you know. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, like and you know, I I'm fine with some shows doing that, but I also like Stranger Things in particular, that's just never how I've consumed it before. And so <laughs> so I have zero experience for like waiting for
1: resolution.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's um a thing. well that's awesome Chris. Uh
1: What's your pick of the week?
0: My pick of the week this week Chris. The PlayStation Plus games for uh the month of July have been announced and Crash Bandicoot 4 is in there. Um so I'm very excited nice. to play that. Um but more specifically than that it's also just like PlayStation Plus in general because like there's they did I don't we talked about it being announced but they have now launched their Game Pass-esque tiered service for PlayStation uh, Plus. And so there's like, there's three tiers, Chris. This is very confusing. There's three tiers. There's, there's the PlayStation Plus Basic, which is like what you know and and possibly love from your PlayStation Plus membership in the past. And then there's PlayStation Plus Extra, in which they have a catalog of games to, to pick from and to play. And then there's PlayStation Plus Premium in which you get that same catalog of games but more games and quote-unquote classic games within that mm. that premium membership. So the thing is, I'm going to end up uh, on July 19th. There's a game that is launching day and date into PlayStation Plus Extra and above, so Extra and Premium. And that game is Stray, um, by Annapurna Interactive it's a game about a, uh, a little little kitty cat in a city full of robots and that are somewhat seem to be somewhat scared of this little kitty cat and you run around and adventure and there's enemies and things anyway it looks really fun looks really interesting and the reason that I'm going to do this in in PlayStation uh, Plus Extra is is that to upgrade my membership for from now through I think the end of the year? Uh, I think it's like December or January is whenever it would would roll over and renew. To upgrade my membership from the basic to the extra is only eighteen bucks to upgrade that that membership for those however many months. And that game Why is costs twenty five dollars.
1: Oh, that's just the normal price?
0: (laughs) That's just the normal price. Well, I mean, so, like, it's, like, whenever you are on, like, the lower tier, if you're halfway through whatever stacked uh, number of months that you have, you can upgrade for the difference in the price. Mm. And so, like, for me, it's like, okay, well, it's only, like, 18 bucks to, like, do this. I think I bought it on sale as well at one point, so... Anyway, the price difference between the tiers is not super wide. And so that's why I was just like, man, I'm just gonna like upgrade this thing because like, I'm about to buy this game for 25 bucks, or I can play that game on the subscription service, like the, the, the PlayStation Plus Extra for $18 and also have access to all of these other catalogs. So like Ghost of Tsushima's on there. Um, they have like uh, the, oh man, um, Death Stranding's on there. Like There's a lot of games where I've like eyeballed them and been like, but I don't want to pay 60 bucks for that or 70 bucks for that. Um, but like I would play them if they were available on like a game pass subscription that I already had. And so like, that's what this is where it's like, okay, this is just an excuse to like upgrade this thing and have this catalog of games and play one that I was going to buy anyway. So, um, PlayStation Plus, man, very confusing, but also probably possibly a good deal? Question mark.
1: <laughs> Yet to be determined.
0: Yeah, we'll find out. I'll I'll, I'll report back. the The thing that uh, confuses me the most about about PlayStation Plus is the arbitrary way in which they separate which games go in which tier. Right. So they call the PlayStation Premium. They they like batch a bunch of games into the quote unquote classics. But there's like PlayStation Four games in the classics that are only available on PlayStation Premium, like Plus pre- Premium. So, like, I don't know. It's it's very confusing. Hmm. Not very well presented. But yeah. I have in my wish list on PlayStation, I have a bunch of games, and I can scroll through that list of games, and it'll tell you on there like have tags of like, hey, this one's on PlayStation Extra. This one's on the Premium level. This one's you know. So there, like, I've gone through and I've been like, okay, there's enough there where I feel like I'm gonna be happy with that. Um, especially because it's going to save me money to play one game, you know, that I was going to buy anyway. So
1: you're going to have to tell us uh, if it ends up being worth it.
0: Yeah, and we'll have to see if I play more PlayStation games uh, in that case too. Um, I'm wrapping up Miles Morales now, Spider-Man Miles Morales now, which is in that extra tier, and uh, and it is fantastic, dude. That game is so good. Um, anyway, I uh, but yeah, so we'll see. We'll see what happens, man. So your pick of the week is Stranger Things Season 4 Part 2 And my pick of the week is PlayStation Plus The games for this month For just the basic And also maybe the extra stuff
1: Alright John Our main segment For this uh, But wait Chris do we have news? Oh wait we do have news The news The news (laughs) Forgot all about news John
0: I mean, it happens. It happens,
1: especially whenever the news is this light and
0: somewhat inconsequential. I don't yeah. know.
1: So um, the main piece of news that I wanted to hit, John, is uh, or is it just one piece?
0: Uh, we have like two pieces other than we that do? one piece. But, okay. But so, so three pieces total, but like the other two are super light.
1: Oh my goodness! Um, so uh, the main piece I want to hit is the uh, there's a beta for the um, K- Halo campaign, Halo Infinite campaign for uh, co-op co-op. Halo Infinite campaign um, comes out this this next month in July. Dude, it's the beta though. It's the beta. See, that weirds me out a little bit. I know.
0: <laughs> What's gonna be beta about it? Like, it's like, is this is it not gonna like? I don't know. Is it not fully featured? Is it, like, super buggy? Like, what's the deal? No idea. <clears throat> I'm excited for that because I've kind of been putting off... Like, I played the first couple of levels of that campaign. It's fantastic so far. But I was like, man, I've always played Halo games co-op. Like, I I don't think I've played a single Halo game solo, like, like by myself. Um, really? Yeah, I don't think I have. Because I think Halo 4... <clears throat> I almost did, but then I didn't play it at all.
1: <laughs> no, you play, we th- we played that together.
0: Oh. Halo 4. No, it was what was the last one? Halo 5. Halo 5, the one with the uh the one where Master Chief was on the run and they had the awesome podcast?
1: Which one was that? That Hang on. Hang on. That was I don't think there has been a fate. Hey, this is Halo 5. Okay. Right? So, Halo, Okay whichever... well, let me let me not speak completely out of turn, but now you've gotten me. Oh man. Confused.
0: Yeah, whichever one was the the one with Locke, where like he was hunting down the Master Chief, and there was that awesome uh, what was it? Hunt the Truth podcast.
1: That, that was Halo Four, dude.
0: So I didn't play Halo Four.
1: <laughs> yes, you did. Did I? We played it. At, we played it at your house. <sighs> You, no and, you and me. Yeah, we played it Dude, together.
0: Then I don't remember almost anything about that campaign. So. Halo 2,
1: Halo 3, Halo Wars, Halo Reach, So yeah, it still stands, 4. Chris. I
0: haven't played any of those campaigns by myself. Oh, wait.
1: Hang on. Hang on. I take, it, I take that back. There was Halo 5 Guardians. Aha. That was the one with Locke. That was the one. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's sorry. I don't think we, play, we played Halo 4 together. I'm yeah,
0: sure. yeah, that's right. That's right. So Halo 5. I haven't played Halo 5 because like I, I started playing it by myself and I was like, you know, at the time I think you'd already finished it and I was just like, ah, I don't know why, And it was just like not the same. And so similar oh. to this one where it's like this it feels really fun. This feels really good, but I, I really want to play it. I feel like up.
1: you need to at least look at the story for Halo 5 before, oh, before I, you play I know, this one. I know
0: the story. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where Cortana, you know, does the thing and yeah. uh yeah the, and the the first part of this one kind of like picks the right up there like where it leaves off and like that's pretty pretty cool like uh as far as from a narrative perspective i like where they're going with halo infinite so um but yeah it was just came down to like i basically play the first realize well this is real fun i want to play it co-op i want to play it with somebody else and so right. uh well you're so, gonna have a chance to that's right in beta though
1: <laughs> yep yeah just in beta only in no, beta, not for real.
0: Not for reals, not like not not really play it, but just beta play it with somebody. Yeah, yeah. Um, Chris, the other pieces of news we probably would maybe have like lumped in with something else, but like so, the other pieces of news are Persona Five Royal, as well as Persona Four and Three have been announced for the Nintendo Switch. So for people who have been asking for a handheld version of those games, can finally uh, finally get get what they've been looking for. Um, it's also fascinating to me that like up until. Literally May of this year of of of, uh, of 2022, the Persona series, Persona 5, was like touted as a PlayStation exclusive, and was actually as one of their um, free games that whenever you basically bought your PlayStation 5, they they had like a, a catalog of, of games that you would be able to to claim for free, and say and they were called PlayStation Classics. Um, that you would get, so you like got God of War, and uh, I think Horizon was on there, and then Persona Five was on there, and so the fact that like in May that went off of that service, where it's like, okay, well, what's happening here? And then last a uh, couple weeks ago, we talked about how Xbox announced that all of the Persona games were coming to Game Pass um, later this year. I guess the first one's later this year, and then the other two are, are uh, to be determined. Um, and then now. Nintendo's like, Hey, we got those games too. It's just fascinating to me. It's a, it's an interesting one that basically PlayStation is now one exclusive game less. Um, so just, it's fascinating to me how that deal potentially, you know, was structured and like what, 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 what is going on over there, um, between Sega and, uh, and PlayStation. Um, so that's the, that's one piece of news, Chris. And then the other one is the final fantasy seven remake part two uh has been announced as final fantasy rebirth yeah final fantasy 7 rebirth um and that's the part two and it's going to be coming out in next year i believe so yeah will release in winter 2023 um so whatever that means um I'm very, uh, very excited for that, Chris. I've been playing through, like, I'm like halfway through Final Fantasy VII Remake, right. the f- part one, and one of the reasons that I was like, mm, I'm going to put this on the back burner is because I was enjoying it so much, but I was like, this is going to get to the end and I'm going to be just up in the air about when the next part of the story is going to come, because it's basically this whole like part one, part two situation of breaking it up. It's like, it. so far it feels like a, a complete story within itself, but like it's just gonna leave it it's I feel like it was it was it was the way I am like I feel like the story's headed at the halfway point it's just gonna like end and there's not gonna be any resolution so I was like I'm gonna wait until they announce the next one before I finish this one so like I, at least I have like an idea of when I might be able to finish this story
1: <laughs> nice nice
0: um so yeah so I'm very excited for the second one I'm, I'm gonna go back to p- continuing to play the first one um but that's the news Chris
1: all right, John. Now it's time for the the main segment on our uh, our very uh, short short podcasts for Fourth of July. So we're going to talk about what is your favorite. We have we both have one pick. What is your favorite Fourth of July themed thing?
0: All right, Chris, movie, you go game, first.
1: TV? Okay, I'm going to go first.
0: Hit me with your favorite f-
1: July Fourth. Setting? Yeah, so my favorite uh, my favorite movie set at, fall on July Fourth is Live Free and Die Hard. It's the uh, the Fourth of July themed Die Hard movie. All the movies are set at some for some um, holiday. Um, the although I'm pretty sure I can't remember when this set here. Let me see if I can look it up. The setting for uh, Die Hard, the third Die Hard, Die Hard three holiday let's say it's a late july so i guess it's not even really (laughs) no it's no holiday that's 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 upsetting
0: yeah i want to say that there i i remember there being one that was like just just single one that wasn't around a holiday and, and people being like what huh you couldn't you couldn't just like nudge it a little bit and make it you know Maybe, you know, make it, like, on the Equinox or something. Like, just something. <laughs> just kidding. Oh, man.
1: Hang on a second. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Yeah, it's just summer. That's really that's really just it.
0: I mean, Chris, summer is, in fact, called a summer holiday
1: if you're in school. That's true. That's true. Um, but, yeah, so Live Free and Die Hard, um, it was uh, – I actually really like this one. It's my – I outside of the first – Die Hard. It's my favorite Die Hard. Okay, that's so, controversial. So
0: remind me is this the, is this the helicopter one?
1: Yeah, this is the one where he throws a uh, police <laughs> car up into a helicopter and blows it up. I mean, it's it's, it's cheesy, but so is everything else that well, happens. I was going to series. say, while
0: absurd, that also I like. I remember that shot and being like, "What on earth is happening? This is ridiculous and outrageous and cool."
1: <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Um, so, uh, yeah, that's my, that's my pick. I mean, I, I think everybody should watch it. Um, it's just a fun popcorn movie. Um, and John McClane is uh fighting terrorists as always. And, uh, the stakes may never have been higher. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, I, I, I yeah. yeah, yeah, that's accurate. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Chris, that like, so that one, I feel like, yes, that one being like your second favorite is it actually like in my mind, like it might make sense to, it might be mine too. Cause like the other ones are are like, I die hard too. It's just less, less memorable, like big moments like that. Like the first one, like, oh, you got like, you know, crawling through the vents, you know, the air vents and stuff. Like there's a lot of stuff in the first one. The, the and then, but then like the third one, it's like, it's got like or Live Free Die Hard. It's got uh it's got the helicopter thing. It's got a couple other things that that like I I just remember. And uh and I don't have a ton of that from the other ones. So, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm i might be there it, with you.
1: Say that one more time. Sorry. Like I don't
0: I don't have like I don't feel like there's as many memorable moments in like two or what well, it would be like two and three like the other ones. Mm. So, Like I feel like there's Die Hard 1 has so many memorable moments. And then Live Free Die Hard has like of S- uh, like a, f- a few really memorable like and the helicopter more, thing.
1: Yeah, there's there's a lot of like real like uh I guess like extreme set pieces. Yeah. Um but like I or moments, you know, like he's climbing on top of that like jet engine or jet fighter right. on the freeway, the whole freeway collapses yeah, and all the that whole kind freeway of stuff. Yeah, I'm spoiling oh, this movie. Um I will uh, though I like it may just be because um you've seen that one more than the other two as well it because could be. uh I think two has some pretty, pretty huge things with like uh, the airport and going through the baggage tunnels, and then okay. that like that like lake cabin at the end. When yeah, the, you're jogging when, my memory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then like all the stuff driving the truck in the third one mm-hmm, and. Mm-hmm. Um, the yeah the, like i think
0: I, I think the third one's my like the least like i have like the i have the like
1: because even you saying the
0: drive in the truck that one didn't jog very much for me there maybe yeah. i've only seen that one like once though that's possible
1: yeah i mean the third <laughs> one's good i've like the only only movie in the series that i just like honestly don't really like is the uh the fifth one the, the one last that takes one pl- the one that takes place on valentine's day which yeah which honestly like sucks because that's the one that we end the the series on yeah it's um, the finale man yeah, and I forgot, man, like, uh, this was, I don't know if we talked about it, but this was earlier this year, um, when Bruce Willis got diagnosed with uh, that disease, I can't remember the name of it, but, like, it makes you forget, like, it affects your memory, so he's hes probably done acting, which is a freaking huge bummer, um, because he's one of my, literally, besides Die Hard, but just, he's literally one of my favorite actors. Yeah, um,
0: it's the, uh, it's aphasia disorder. Yes. Um, and yeah, like it's, it's 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 such a bummer because like he has so many of those you know kind of iconic roles and things like that. So uh, yeah. so yeah, it's 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 a bummer to like because we are in an era of reviving those, bringing yeah. them back, and like even like you think about like the uh, the unbearable weight of massive talent uh, from like um, you know with Pedro Pascal and um, Nick Cage, like things like that exist now, where it's like you can take like these these kind of you know uh, iconic roles of, of actors from the past and pull them forward and, and, and even like wink at them a little bit and like make them very, um, you know, knowingly, um, ironic, you know, and, and like, that is really fun viewing these days. Like, and, and I love that we're, we're in that place. It's, it's very much a bummer and sad that like the, the, we won't have a lot of that probably with Bruce Willis. So,
1: yeah. Yeah all right john what's your favorite fourth of july themed thing
0: on the same kind of train where like each one kind of around a holiday um stranger things chris stranger things season three yeah um i almost think this that stranger things season three is might be my favorite of the first three seasons i haven't watched real good But it's like it to me the mall setting, the like the vibe that we have going into that thing, the whole like spy thing, the endless tunnel, like it, <laughs> these things are all just like amazing moments within that show. And uh, and that one is uh it, it the thing I like about the like that show, and then I think that Die Hard does really well. It's not they're a based on the holiday like they're they start around the holiday but like they're not just you're not just like inundated with it like it's it's just it's part of the setting it's like okay well this is happening at the same time as everything it's like set dressing in a way where it's like it doesn't interfere with the story in weird ways um and uh and i, I appreciated that about season three of uh of stranger things so much as well it's 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 a real good season man
1: yeah it's really great i just again the whole series So good.
0: I mean, season two,
1: I (laughs) I think you need to go back and watch that season.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, what I'm, what, you know, what's happening. And I'm fully aware that this is happening. There are, there are like two or three episodes in season two that I very much didn't like. Um, that's the ones where it's like, oh yeah, you know, uh, what was it? Eleven like went went to the big city or whatever. Yeah, like, I didn't
1: love that either. Yeah, there's like, but like that's the like, only one.
0: There was like two or like, three episodes in that season where I, I just like had things where I was just like ah, and yeah, I also didn't I'm, like some of the characters in there. Like, uh, I can't remember his name. Uh, Sean Aston. No, Austin? no, no. Sean Aston was awesome in that season. Um, no, what's his name? Uh, oh, the the bully guy. Um, bully guy. Oh man, yeah, I'll remember.
1: Is he only in season three? Season two? No,
0: I'm pretty sure. I, mean, yeah, me, I I'll find out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna look it up, Chris. Um, okay. But I yeah, mean, it had,
1: yes. Like I agree. Like they they tried something kind of experimental with that um, episode about just eleven. And like, here's the thing: we were even season three. I think honestly that like looking back on it and, and going back and experiencing it now, like all that's hmm. It's gonna tie in, bro. Like all that exploration, like and the, I think they I don't know that they necessarily handled it the right way, but like they needed to explore some of that uh around Eleven's backstory. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and uh and it was yeah, ju- and-
0: it was just how that how it was
1: done like i don't yeah.
0: I, I liked that it was happening i was like i kind of like if you if you present this to me in a way that i like i would yeah. i would dig this i think this is really cool well especially um, now that like we're yeah.
1: out like the the series has just expanded like even in in season 4 this doesn't really like spoil anything but like you know, we've, we've expanded beyond Hawkins, you know, like, yeah. and before that was the first time we kind of like left Hawkins and like, mm-hmm. it wasn't just the small town about the small town and remember us talking on the podcast about how like the small town setting is kind of a character and it is in those first like couple seasons. Um, and even in a little bit in the third, but like, it's, uh, I don't know, like, I think anything that kind of broke out of that mold was probably going to be jarring. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. And it's just like and, and I think that with season two in particular, it seemed like it was just like ah, a little like more of the same. and We're opening up the world so that we, we, we have more seasons to tell. Like and so that's why like it didn't to me, it didn't feel as quite as satisfying like as a as a self-contained kind of season as one or three does um because they were like they were opening it up like it was like hey let's take this concept that we had for season one and then like just kind of explode it out into okay now there's like these like these dog enemies and now we have this other thing happening um the character i did not enjoy is billy Oh, Billy. <laughs> yeah. Billy, he was in season three as well. Yeah, he was fine in season three. Um, but, but season two, man, I just. I, he, I mean, you're who, not supposed to
1: like Billy in season no, two. No,
0: but see, it's, it's not just that I didn't like him. Mm. It's that, man, he was just like real abrasive.
1: <laughs> oh, no, he was supposed to be real abrasive. I know, been,
0: I know. I know. I like, know. He was
1: doing his job. I know. And that's the thing. It's like, he, you know, the actor
0: fantastically. It's fantastically. <laughs> I don't, I just, I don't it, think it just irked me.
1: I don't think we were ever supposed to like Billy. Oh, dude, no, you know? ever yeah like that and that's you know um that well, was on purpose. like
0: the duffer brothers also talked about how originally uh steve was supposed to be like that character Th- that character yeah uh-huh. and then like but he became too likable and so they didn't want that to happen with billy and so they yeah. made a point of like not like uh, of going the opposite way and like that's the part of it was so off-putting to me where i was just like this is like hard to watch for me <laughs>
1: it's like uncomfortable that's
0: fine yeah yeah and but like i'm glad i did i'm glad i got you know because like it's it's fine like it's 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 good it's so like i think that character combined with like the miss on an episode here and there like there at like i think it was it might just be the one episode um then it was just like ah it doesn't rank highly in my brain still thinking back about it (laughs) but chris this is about season three and season three is fantastic it Erica is. being a like a, a main kind of character in season three, also like I the dynamic between uh, like her and the rest of the gang was fantastic. That was a that was a really good one, and uh, and yeah, it was it was just a really good, really good series, man.
1: All right, it's, yeah. I agree. So uh, yeah, that's what we have for you this week. This actually didn't end up being that short. Maybe we just expanded uh, this stuff more than we should have. So you know, you tell us whether or yeah. not this was a bad episode or not. But. <laughs> Um, you listened to it, so who's the sucker now? <laughs> you can find us online at standtargetpodcast.com, on social at chrisright250. And John Wright777. And at Stand Target Pod. This is the first He's...
0: time we've ended the podcast with In Your Face, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
1: I think we've done it before. <laughs> um, I've lost my place again. It's it's I've fun. lost my place now, John. You can find us on... Online at StayOnTargetPodcast.com on social at Chris Wright 250.
0: And John Wright 777.
1: And at StayOnTargetPod, please go to your podcast or service of choice. Review us. Tell your friends about us and how much you hated this episode. <laughs> we really appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay, Stay on, on Target. Target.